right, and we're back. All so, right. So, I mean, hey. <laughs> Technical news, difficulties. The good news is, is we recorded 10 minutes, and like four of it was us talking about getting this working. <laughs> <laughs> we heard some juicy stories, which we're going to hear again. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, we, we, get, we had one juicy story. Now, juicy itself is a little bit of a spoiler. We'll get into that later. Um, You'll hear. Yeah, but uh, so just to kind of recap a little bit, we uh, were recording for about 10 minutes. Most of that in the first half was us talking about how we finally got all the recording figured out. (laughs) Uh, Luckily, that audio was burned into the ether with my uh, confidence. So so, uh, assuming we have it figured out now, uh, <laughs> Welcome back to Industry Secrets. There we go. There we go. Um, and then, uh, you know, just a little uh, up top disclaimer, which I need to add to our notes, uh, is uh, what we'll do is we'll interview a guest. Uh, they'll, they'll introduce themselves at the beginning of the episode. If, if it gets a little uh, saucy in this interview, uh, we'll, uh, we'll clip their identity out of the episode. Uh, but mostly, we like to keep it. Dangerous enough, uh, people don't get canceled, but also uh, honest. Will you change my voice? We will change my voice. Do I sound like a real boy? I mean, if you could just talk like Batman the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) I was driving down the 16 the Batmobile. (laughs) Um, So that's our guest. That's our guest. It's Batman. Yeah. um, Looking at the audio level spike, uh, apologies. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We'll try to normalize those. Yeah, we'll get our guest. We're gonna we're gonna get our guest introduced in under five minutes this time. So, um, Bobby, you wanna you wanna introduce our guest this week? We got the lovely Andy Rich. Uh, We don't know if he's actually gonna be. Don't face fuck that mic. Uh, We don't know actually. We just switched the audio. We're figuring it out as we go. It's part of the game. One of these three mics is the actual hot mic. Uh, so everybody just lean your mic right into the middle. Actually, I believe that the, um, your and my audio levels look identical. So I, I, I honestly think... Mine one... looks very hot. Yeah, you're, you're mouth-fucking the mic. No. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're good. All right, well, we're... I don't know. I don't do this. <clears throat> this is the quality audio you get for a non-sponsored podcast. Listen, you were just saying this is, that this, this is was a third all rate podcast together from... Uh, this is a third rate podcast. Shops and garage Yeah, we have a, we have like a, a beige band. We don't even have a red band or a blue band. We have a beige band. Can we band. do a, a podcast called Duct Tape and Microphones? <clears throat> well, that, I mean, the it's the first time you've been on here. Don't don't uh, talk so much shit. I'm talking about Listen, uh, I think that's too close to Noel's podcast spinoff, Cum Socks and Mics. So, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the same different room buildings, we use a cum sock. Um, no, we love, uh, just a quick shout out to, uh, In Separate Rooms Pod, done by a friend of ours, Noel, uh, Garcia, Brad Reeser. Uh, how love you there, guys. There is, uh, yeah, we love you, but there's definitely a dirty cum sock in the mix there. So, yep. um, that said, our guest. Andy um, Rich, yes. which still might be edited out. You'll hear this and you'll know if it was edited out. <laughs> As we do this, we don't know if it's going to be edited out. But, to start this episode off always, uh, and... I'll do the quick rundown of it and then stop boring you guys of why we ask this every time. Uh, Andy Rich, as an adult man, have you ever shit your pants? No. That's a new story. (laughs) (laughs) That is not the same response as before. Yeah, Yeah, once he realized he told the story, I was embarrassed. (laughs) He's like, I recorded it. Now I'm embarrassed of it. Now I'm not going to tell you anything. Yeah. Shoot your shot, so Doc. Granted, Slide in my DMs uh, about that it shit. It would be impossible to uh, have the same exact reaction to really? that uh, plot twist at the end. For sure. Uh, in fact, I may just let this over again. But, um, it was, this was, to be fair, we've done this. This is our third technical time doing it. Yeah. Uh, although I think the first two episodes are usable. Um, the first episode was not usable, y- oh, yeah, and I will never let it be usable. Saint, we're good. Yeah, we're we did Remy, Ben, Andy. Yeah, with Remy, we got a little too gross. Yeah, that was a good one, Have though. Have I ever shit my pants as an adult? Yes. Which... <laughs> so Your juiciest of stories. Uh, <clears throat> now, I, I specifically want this story back again because right is uh, my genius use of podcasting knowledge uh, showed itself. Uh, I was about to pivot into a different part of your story, which is Hooters. So, 
Um, if you could regale us with, uh, I mean, you did tell us two Hooter Patriotic yes. stories. Okay, so we'll just do both, or you want to say Yeah, that? no, I mean, I, I love them both, so... Uh, this is not an endorsement of Hooters. It is, I was going to oh, say this podcast is... Once I start talking about Hooters after you go, yeah. it will become very clear that this is not an endorsement of Hooters. <laughs> 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 I made the choice. It was not my choice. Let's go to Hooters. Uh, so, the story is... Many years ago, back when I worked for a distributor, we'd have these tests. Uh, just because, real quick, I mean, it's all us in the room. Uh, Andy's talking about an unnamed alcohol distributor. Yes. Beer, wine, spirits. Back when I was a salesman for them. <laughs> and we would have, we, they, you could take a test that was similar to the Cicerone test. And they also had one for wine, sommelier, but I believe the... Sommelier and Pirates test. Sommelier is for wines, and then yeah, Cicerone's for beers. And puffy shirts. Uh, Just real quick sidebar. Remember when they tried to make that beer <laughs> someone made thing happen? Oh, what a terrible idea. We yeah. can back. Um, so we had the test, and uh, one of my coworkers was like, "Oh, hey, let's meet up at Hooters afterwards. We'll have a beer, whatever." And I made the, and I so I met him up, met up there with him, and made the unwise choice, which I should have known better because this was not the first time. Uh, <laughs> so what you're saying is, well, this is the first story about shitting your pants as an adult that you're telling us. It is not the first time that this is in fact happened. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, you'll why shit your myself? pants. Why, why <laughs> <laughs> um, so, God, I hope I didn't get so fooled too many times. And we ate. I mean, it wasn't like a bunch of beers. It was maybe beer or two. Um, Don't lie to yourself. It's more than two no, beers. It wasn't like, it wasn't like in, 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 in alcohol. It wasn't like going out like on a normal day with us. Um, this was a younger Andrew. Um, so I'm on my way home. Are we good? Yeah, we're good. And uh, on the 60. And I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I mean, I don't know fart for fart where what happened. I just can piece it together. It was kind of traumatic. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm, I probably, like, as I was getting on the 60, my stomach probably, I probably ripped, you know, farted, and it was not a fart. Okay, so you're driving. And I you probably think you got a prairie dog. Yeah. But what you've got instead is a BP oil spill. I do. I, okay. I, and so. I'm We're like, sorry. And I realize, <laughs> I realize it's going to get, it, it, that's not the end of it. I need to get off the road. Okay. Um, and I'm thinking, where can I go? What can I do? And finding a, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to get off at Mel. Okay, I know. Okay, I'm going to go right. I know there's some, some office parks down there. I'm, it's like 9.30. You're like, I've got this. I know what to do. Yeah. Okay. And uh, when it comes to shit in my pants, I'm, I'm quick on my feet. Nice. I mean, uh, it, so, so you just said you had sharded in the car, so I don't know that that's true. Continue. Uh, so, uh, I pull off to, in the back of, like, one of these office parks, and, uh, my stomach is like, okay! Oh my god, so this is the part I missed before. So I, I get, I open the door. Open the door. Park. See, I thought it was a park before. This no, is so uh, much better for me. I'm not an animal! Uh, yeah, children's park. I think park. you're more of an animal this way. Keep going. Yeah. So I, I get out, I don't know, I just get out in the parking lot, and I just let it go. It was just bad, and, uh, uh, and so I, I probably cleaned out. I don't know if I put my hands on the car and just went to town. Shot it across or what? Oh man! Oh my god! So how was that cleanup? Yeah, it was. I mean, so I probably had. I, I'm sure I had napkins. I'm a salesman. I probably had napkins in my car for meeting fast. Yeah, at least, yeah. at least some sales shirts. You know, myself up. I don't know what the protocol was on underwear. Going probably got left behind. I was going to say, um, honestly, in a, in a fair salesman in the beer industry, any small men's shirt, mm, that's toilet paper. And yeah, I mean, you're giving like three of those away a year. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. You've got ten in your car. Yeah, I, fucking I ten in my car, about 40 at home. I may have had some uh, shirts left around from a certain uh, Massachusetts area brewery. Um, <laughs> and name that brewery while you're at it. Them. And uh, so that was that. Yeah, okay. Uh, that, so, that's by far the memorable, most memorable where it just, it was not good. So I just, real quick, uh, we, we had heard this story before, and while it is just as amazing to hear it a second time, I'm glad that we did this a second time because in my head, uh, I guess just either texting or being general me, uh, I missed office in front of the park before. So here I am envisioning Andy taking a shit in a park. 
Yeah, in a child's Which, park. And that brings us back to the other time. First I went to a park during the day. Ducks also shit in the park. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's coyote shit. Yeah. Listen, animals use our public parks as toilets. Why don't we? Uh, and here's the thing. In office, like, I, I'm particularly thinking of a park I was in in Scottsdale very recently. And, like, you could shit there and it could go unnoticed. Nature could take care of it. I mean, Do we play you, you know, it... it, it I, I was not envisioning, like, a dog-walking park that's, like, 500 square feet, you know, on a main street off to the side of the road in between buildings because no one wanted to develop it, right? But what I'm talking about is, like, an actual park, like a lake and, like, a walk-around area. Like Kiwanis Park. And- right. And so, like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, there's geese and, like, you know, nature will kind of take care of it. But, no, here you are in the concrete jungle squeezing out just hot lava magma. Yeah. Just... Hammering, so it's an office park. So there's multiple companies, multiple employees. I'm just in my mind. I'm now just so enthusiastic on people coming to work the next day and just like seeing that a melted dead. Body this this story is like the prestige. I watched the prestige seven that, times and learn something new every time. About oh my god! Like, could you just imagine like getting out for work and just being like, what the? Well, no, no, and there was nobody there. So the next morning, no, 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 yeah, nobody was there. Oh, yeah, the yeah. next day, I mean, I, I can only hope and pray that that Dude, it was there. Shit to has get a very the, distinct parking lot clean. I really like to think the uh, the severely underplay, underpaid parking lot cleaner uh, is a terrible wolves. person. Is like an awful human being. It was a werewolf. <laughs> I saw, I saw, I seen him. Is that a femur? So, um. It seems that Hooters tends to be connected to your... So there was a second story that we started to get into. remember, I didn't didn't choose Hooters. Also Hooters. By the way... And then earlier years, when I was in college at ASU, my friend named to Hooters um, on Mill back in the day to watch the Stanley Cup finals... Between the Colorado Avalanche and the Florida Panthers. And what a memory. The Florida Panthers. I worked for the hockey that? team. That's one thing that's why. I have a memory for it. Name drop, Noel. I worked for ESPN. Um, so we went there to watch the game. Had wings. And I don't know this one as well. I just remember I had to get out of there. I don't know if I went to the bathroom there. Or if there was, again, I shut my pants. This so what did you, you, my pants. Uh, the original story before, so now we're, we're telling it a second time, so it's not quite the uh, the yeah. extreme effect of it, but uh, what you had said was, you went and got wings with your buddy at Hooters the second round, yeah. and then you asked him for I his said, key. I said, I need the key to your apartment, I need to get down to the towers and go to the bathroom. And my question was, why didn't you just use their restroom? And I might have known it needed more than that, or maybe I did. Something had already happened. Yeah. Maybe I, I, a little bit, not like the car. Yeah. <laughs> so something might have happened, and then you're like, "I gotta get, I gotta get to a safe I just, space." I just gotta, I just gotta get this wrapped up and get home. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you're paying for these wings. I <laughs> you're paying for these wings, and, and I'm taking like, your house. And then, and then, so after that, I was like, I'm never gonna eat Hooters wings again. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Again, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, I'm gonna end up shitting my pants. Uh, Hooters wings sounds so good right now. Never, ever, 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 ever again. But no, the problem was that they were my account also the, in the first part of the story. Oh, I yeah. called on them, so, you know, I'd be calling on Hooters and selling them beer and all sorts of stuff. And, uh, well, you know, um, that brings me to Hooters, uh, which has been kind of the... The glue, the adhesive, <laughs> the mitochondria. It's the glue of the lube it. of the butt. The mitochondria of the story. I, is it the power? I, however that works. Uh, they, they, they teach you that in school for a reason that's unclear. Um, Hooters wings are gross. Let's talk about it. I know you were just talking about how you were craving them. Even me in my head when he first started telling the story. I was Honestly, like, oh, shitty man, wings are so good. And then I immediately was like, oh, they're breaded, full of grease, cheap as fuck. Um, when Open I, kitchen. When I used to Fifteen dollars for unlimited. Uh, you're not getting a good product. You all, yeah, I was gonna say you get what you fucking pay for. Uh, so I used to work at this like Brazilian terraza house in Alatuki, and uh, what the Brazilians like to do after they get off work, we go to Hooters. Uh, and shit their pants once a week. The on, Hooters like, Chandler out, Chandler Boulevard. Chandler Boulevard in the I-10. Yeah, that was my account. Yeah, um, which is now um, 
It was the dugout, and now it's uh, it's a nice local place. I want to give them a shout out. I can't remember. You, it was the dugout, and now it's. I don't call it. Bogies, something. I don't know. It's a local sports bar. It's if hey, that's go your see them. Forty Eighth Street. Yeah, and if that's your thing, they're awesome. So, For all of our uh, out-of-state listeners, uh, yeah, come visit Arizona and go to Bogies. When you pop in and say, hey, did you used to be a Hooters? Both of you are so many listeners. <laughs> and so, if you're out-of-state, go eat Hooters and shit yourself. So, these Brazilians, they, it was like Tuesdays or like Thursdays, or it was one of the days that I worked with them, and they'd be like, hey, we're going, and these motherfuckers do not speak English, but they, they invited me over. Uh, and we would sit there and we would drink giant mugs of beer and eat wings. And every night I would do that with them, I would uh, go home and I would shit my fucking brains out. Mm. Uh, Paint the bowl and flush it away. There, there's just, there's just breaded wings in general. And I'm not going to pick on Hooters in this one. In general, fuck breaded wings. Because yeah, give me give me meat. I don't need breading to my chicken wings. I want chicken tenders on, on my breading. There's enough grease on the skin and the flesh. The breading, like it's just. So it's much more sponge. And like, it's just like if you drink a bunch of olive oil, right? Uh, you're going to shit yourself. Um, and if you eat a lot of fryer grease vis-a-vis chicken wings, then it's going to be problematic. It's the lube for the ass, you know? Listen, I love a good chicken wing. A good chicken wing is technically keto. Uh, um, and uh, <laughs> therefore, it's health food. So my go-to, damn, once a month, every month, once Tukies a month. Sports Grill. That's uh, they won't give you explosive diarrhea. Damn, man. They're good. The They're good. So once a month, every month, I have a craving for really good shitty wings. Dude. It's my go-to is Native New Yorker for specifically my that, shitty wing cravings. Shitty wings, Native New Yorker is the first place to get it's the it's I think of it every time I go, I need I need too. good shitty wings and I go to Native New Yorker. I want dope wings, I go to Barros Pizza. Barros has some of the bombest wings in the state. No doubt. Um we uh as a family we do uh like family night on Sundays and we order Barros mm. wings and pizza. It's always pretty 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 awesome, but um, shit, I kind of lost track of my, my, my train of thought. But that's the perfect part about this podcast. Is, uh, <laughs> we do have a format. Someone shouting at us like, "This was the train of thought." Oh my god, dude! Uh, I once heard it, I once heard podcast described as the closest you can ever feel to being a ghost. And <laughs> <laughs> we're just like shouting, it's, like, it's this, it's this. I was like, I, I've never identified with that more, but. Um, yeah, you guys were shouting about wiping your ass with men's small T-shirts. We're, 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 we're three, we're three tangents in. No, we have a format to stick to here, <laughs> and so, we are not sticking to it. But this is the perfect steer back as a podcast. Let's does. get back to it, sir. We are professionals, uh, <laughs> and as professionals, you cannot edit. You can only press record. So, Andy, <laughs> this is a part of the podcast which I like to call "Who is your daddy and what does he do?" Who is your daddy? My actual daddy. Who's your daddy? And what does he Is his name so, Mr. Rich? This is more where we just kind of fuck, uh, before we dive into the, the, the deep work stuff, we just kind of like... <laughs> our mom says our little... dad's a sex machine. <laughs> My dad's a procto- uh, gynecologist and he looks at vaginas all day long. See? You're getting it already. Well, so we're just, we're just... We're, we're trying to, to figure like, out the inner workings of... Here. The inner workings of who you are. Yeah. You know, like... Who are, like, what did your parents do for a living... Basically, we're going to try to analyze what they did and see if we can figure out where what happened. Yeah. Why? Why did you choose this industry that disappoints all of our parents? Yeah. <laughs> Just like comedians and beer salesmen, our parents aren't happy with us. I promise my brother never hears this. We could really get it. Who's not? Who's the disappointment? But. Well, first of all, your brother's not going to click on anything that says comedy. So <laughs> we already know we're safe. I think we're going to do all right. Let's hear it. Are you going to do leading questions here? We could take your name well, out of the entire you're, thing. You're going to see. No, no, I'm saying, are you going to ask me You're going to tell us about your parents and what they did uh, for a living. Um, I've already met your mother, uh, but I don't know what she did. Yeah. And then uh, we'll just go. I don't know if you met her. You just know you've seen her. You, well, not seen her. I'd like you to be sure. You know where she is. I was part of a parade you have pictures? by her residence. Yeah. I'd, yes. look, I'd, take a, I'd take a gander at your mom. You got a pretty mom? You're disgusting. I'll show you a picture of my mom. Stone faced. One she hasn't moved in 
year it was. Like physically moved or like yeah. moved yeah. from homes. She has she's she she's she is you know in Guardians of the Galaxy two <laughs> This is getting so far now. What did your mom Drax look like? Jack says he can become invisible because he doesn't move. <laughs> it's like that with a head sword on top. Yeah. Jesus my mom Christ. Is Well that's why I said so eighteen years running. <laughs> oh my god. So <laughs> you should see how like we're in Omaha. Okay. And he's like, oh hey, my wait for my mom, wait for my mom, like, say oh, hi. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. How, so, that's how I so, got introduced. So we're going to, uh, I, we're oh my to the God. Festival in Omaha. In Jesus Christ, I've asked all the wrong questions we today. Are, we are, to go to the bars, well, to, to just to do stuff, we have to go by the cemetery where my mom is buried. My mom died of cancer 18 years ago. Let's not talk about anything else like that. Nope. Uh, so as we would drive by the cemetery... I would tell Alex and Noel, say hi to my mom. Oh, my God. Exactly. That's what they said. Uh, and then, so we went by there three or four times, so. Where is this? In Omaha. I would never visit you in Omaha. I'd never hang That's out with you. That's actually a bad choice. Where I met Andy. No shit. Um, At the cemetery? Yes, okay. at the cemetery. No. So, so what are actually, you doing here? So it was actually at my mom's funeral. My mom's funeral. Uh, it's weird. She had asked for a male stripper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that looked like a Viking. Uh, and who comes? She had particular who comes requests. Sauntering down the driveway at the Jewish cemetery on Friday Viking Alex. Oh my God. Actually, uh, I think he went by the name Bahala Phillips or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the eight inches Phillips. The interesting part is how he braids those little like Viking braids into his pubes. It was really amazing. No, oh, man, I've yet to see, but, but I've heard stories. I digress. Uh, so let's hear about your dad. <laughs> He's alive. Jesus Christ. Uh, so I was raised in Nebraska. In Alex, forewarn me on some of these questions. Jesus. Well, I was actually just hoping he was going to talk about what his mom did for a living, which we still did not. Yeah. Oh, uh, my God. I mean, I'm holding my she, face. She, she worked with sex workers. But... <laughs> <laughs> so my mom worked for my dad. Like, we owned a oh. uh, printing company, a, a corporate business uh, printing company in Omaha. My so grandfather started said he was a textile pimp. Sure. <laughs> yeah. He didn't sell paper. He sold things printed on That paper. TP textile. I guess that's still textiles? I don't know. It's not the 1800s. So, so you came from printing. Yeah. Now you're printing paper selling beer. Yeah. Ooh. So I hated it. Did you ever work for the uh, family company? So that's always my thing. Is like my father and my family always tried to get me to go do like the family thing. And I fucking hated it. And it drove me away from them and into this. Also, I think for me, it was a bit of like my family were alcoholics and made me mix drinks as a child. However, it ultimately became like, uh, oh, you need to be a contractor. You need to build houses. You need to do this. And I was like, fuck that. You need to reach things on very tall shelves. <laughs> you could help old ladies at the grocery store. You should go work there. Uh, so did you work for the family business? I didn't work. I in Growing up, you know, we get dragged around on weekends and I hated it. But it was, it's different because my dad was a pain in the ass and I hated him. Now, was he being asked because he was, like, putting you to work all the time, or was it just, like, uh, was it, like, for me, like, I just never did a good enough job, like, regardless of what it was, because, like, yes, I was the son, like, that. like, I would just see other people do half the job I did and get yelled at, never, and then I'd, be, like, do twice as good a job, and then it's like, well, why are you doing that? And I was just like, this is neat. Yeah, well, that's what <laughs> it is. We go to the office and whatever, and strip, so, like, you, in the old days of printing, you'd have your plates and your film, and then how the job came out. And we'd have to, my brother and I would have to go through these uh, giant envelopes, which would have all the jobs. So you have a job someone printed. And the film would stink, because it would mildew or something, and it was horrible. I hated it. And I was, and I, this was when I was little. Like a little kid, you get dragged out. You didn't do any creepy shit with those printers? Huh? You do any creepy shit with those printers? No. Uh, hmm. A guy that worked there got his arm cut. Now that's what I'm looking for. I wasn't there. He just got his arm popped mm. and crushed the hole, every bone. And that <laughs> under Jacqueline's done. He's okay. Uh, but I hated doing it. Now when I went to high school, when I was in high school in the summer, it was great. Okay. You know, because I was upstairs. Main, I would run like a full. I could run a folder. 
which was fine as long as you once you get it going. But when I was making plates, because then it was digital, and it was real easy, and like do that, you know, one hour lunch. Uh, that's whoa. Uh, and you just and then I could go run deliveries. Like sometimes I have to run deliveries. I don't. I mean, I'd make whatever. I don't know. So, but like into your like, all right, like I can legally be taxed now. I'm gonna be getting a paycheck. Uh, I'm gonna become uh, American, you know, consumer class. Uh, never worked for the family business in that sense. Just as, right. as a family member helping out as you grow. up. Yeah, it was mainly just like a basic oh. employee doing that. I never want like they would always be like, "Hey, do you want to come back here and work in the family business?" I'm like, "No." That's, <laughs> a, cool, that's a really cool accent. Where are your parents from? I'm not saying no. I'm not saying my parents. Uh, just you know, some, the, of the, people, some of the Cajuns that work so, for them. We'll be all by you. We come uh, into town. I mean, the people that were there, I love. God, get that paper. Working there, like when I could drive, is the people. Um, you know, I had, I mean, I didn't mind working there in high school and stuff, but I never, it's not what I wanted to do. And, Where was uh, this again? In Omaha. <laughs> so the company had been around since 1948. My grandfather started it after the war. Um, they moved from Texas. So he started the business after the war? Or, yeah. okay. Because some businesses, like, existed, were converted, and then no. like, so after the war they did he bought else. an older one. He did buy an older printing company and, okay. and stuff, but I don't so, like, my grandfather, my dad was born in 42. <coughs> uh, my, my grandfather lived in Chicago, met my grandmother. He worked for Warner Brothers doing PR. So, like, Damn, there's got to be some shady stories there. Oh, I don't know any stories. I mean, I didn't get them. We weren't old enough to ask. You know, what about that time you and Mickey Rooney had a big old orgy <laughs> yeah, at, at the, uh, with uh, Al Capone or something. I don't know. But we have a picture, like, of... Uh, like him with Mickey Rooney and stuff when Mickey Rooney would be in Chicago and something. So then when the war came, my grandfather worked for the Army in PR uh, for war bonds. Like my dad was, was actually in the ad. For, exactly. For war bonds baby. For He's a war bond baby in the ad. Okay. Uh, and then my grandfather, I think, there's pictures. My dad has all the stuff. He took uh, Hitler's Duesenberg or whatever on the tour of the United States. I so they were living in Texas when, when during the war, and then they moved to Nebraska uh, and started the printing company. Uh, and my mom and dad met. My mom worked for my dad. Um, and you worked for your dad. They fucked and had my brother. Did he? So did they fucking have I, you though? Did they also fucking have you? Because you they said they did fucked and had me. Because they Ooh. fucked and had your brother. Well, they realized they fucked up the first time. Is your brother younger? No, he's older. Oh, I thought you said your brother's younger. No, no. He, oh, so your so, parents fucked twice, dog. Oh shit. And and from what and from what I heard growing up and while well, trying to muffle it from my room, they fucked often. A couple Dude, times. Your your well, dad that's, fucked. That's a that's a sign of an healthy marriage. Fuck. Yeah, you should fuck. I don't know yeah, what about. Anybody listening who ain't fucking fucks more. Fuck. If you're a chick listening and you got a dude, fuck some more. Fuck. Fuck some more. Fuck him. Everybody loves fuck. Um. So, did your brother ever join the family business? So, Jonathan... Uh, oh, wait, you better cut that out. We don't want anybody to know. Sure. Your name is uh, might be cut out. John Smith... Oh, wait, fuck, that doesn't work. So, my your, brother... Your brother, <laughs> Johan... That's still... Uh, so, he went to our Rochester Institute of Technology in New York... Which is the top was the top printing school in the country, actually. Oh, so holy he, cow! He, 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 school to to he went into the business. Uh, Rochester's where Kodak's from, so they get all their they would get all their funding from Kodak. Oh. This is when people actually bought Kodak stuff. But towards the end, which will lead into as things were becoming more digital and things, and Jonathan was you know learning that stuff, and then he came and took over. Um, my mom died. Um, my dad retired out here. And as just as Jonathan was taking over, the whole printing, you know, corporate printing universe was changing because everybody can make their own stuff at home, go to Kinko's, put a new order, and give them three D printers in homes. I would say this is one hell of a. This is one hell. This this podcast turned into a printing podcast. Uh, Let's get back into the smut. We're talking about global economies. All right. All right. You know. So the Chinese started... Now we're back to it. And we're back to it. Actually, though, that was a story like I hear is like, 
the Chinese, like, for magazines, they could print magazines, like, on the way here. Like, they could have presses in a ship or whatever, printing stuff, and get it delivered at, le at no cost compared to, like... When we were making magazines, like, but, like, port, stuff. like, a month in, you just get, like, a work order while you're in the bottom of the ship. <laughs> Although, uh, the, the Chinese are, are, are resourceful, so, uh... But, yes, um... A resourceful so, bunch. Yeah, so, uh, the company went for a little while, and then it just business dried up. Uh, tried a couple things to catch up with uh, new ways of doing things, but uh, sold it off. And, uh, and so my brother's doing different things now. So what'd you end up doing after? Uh... So I came out to go to ASU, and uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do. What did you come to study? You ever come to bartend? Anything? Uh, I don't know. Anything industry all. outside of? I was gonna be a poli sci major because I really like Tom Clancy books. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you really like Tom Clancy books, you should have went the John Krasinski route. Um. <laughs> uh, and then, like my my friends, my roommate, and my best friend from college, they both were doing journalism. They're like, just do journalism. Mainly, I just had to get done, as they say in Tommy Boy. Lots of people go to college for six or seven years. I don't remember exactly how they're called doctors. And I, you should call me Doctor <laughs> Rich. Uh, mainly, my my main class. So then I was interning. I interned for the Suns. Uh, I had some other regular jobs. I worked at Foot Locker and like a hotel and things like that out here. Um, but then I got my buddy got a job with the Suns, and he went back to New York. And I took over for him with the sons. He came back out. And uh, we went to see our boss at the sons before uh, fall semester started. And we were in the elevator with this guy. And he goes, oh, are you guys season ticket holders? Yeah, we're 21-year-old season ticket holders. Do we look like douchebags? <laughs> um, and he was the president of the Coyotes who had just moved to town. He gave my friend a card. Uh, for their PR guy, and he got the job, and he hired uh, his friends, but he needed me because no one else knew who all the hockey players were, and I did because I played a lot of NHL 94, and I just have a photographic memory for who all these hockey guys are. And so I worked for the Coyotes for four years, and I wasn't done with school, because I wanted to be a doctor. Um, if I had gotten done and been a good student, I probably would have gone and work for Tampa Bay, or oh, you're talking about Tom Brady right now. Tampa Tampa Bay Lightning. No, you wouldn't have not have been. And I would have <laughs> probably had a Stanley Cup ring because it would have been right around then. Uh, or I, I probably would have gone to Minnesota though, because my best friend growing up lived in Minnesota, and I had met with them. But then I was just kind of adrift, looking. What am I gonna do? Who am I? Who are you? I didn't Let's ask actually, any of those questions. That's the question. I didn't ask any Who of those are questions. you? I asked, how am I going to get some money so I can keep going out drinking with my friends? And uh, so did some sales stuff, just, you know, cell phones and all that stupid shit. Uh, a friend of the family's moved from Nebraska down here to work for a, a distributor. And he pointed me at one of the distributorships and said, hey, go in there. You know, ask for this guy, and, you know, uh, so I got a job with the distributorship, and for nine months I was a merchandiser learning all the products and, you know, loading shelves at AJ's, Costco's, um, independent accounts, and then after that I did sales for 14 years, and then I went to Dragoon. Still doing here. sales. Yeah. Yeah. So like, Looking for a big bright 2021. <laughs> we got we got we got uh, we got things coming. So out of all the uh, out of all the lines of work, what's kind of like the wildest craziest thing that's ever happened? Any any major incidents of uh Anything that stands out? I mean, a lot of the a lot of the people that we talk to me getting drunk. Uh, I can include you. Absolutely. You can also those words. Yeah. Be like, there I was, sober. <laughs> Listen to these other things that happened. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never robbed a bank. 
Or you know, what? sit on that one for a minute because I know this one will probably come to you a little quicker. Why don't you regale us with the worst coworker you've ever had? Ah, uh, yes. This is one of my favorites. Okay, are we asking? I don't know. Uh, I mean, is this is your story or is this your favorite question? No, oh, this is my favorite question. Uh, okay, I, I was like, did I tell you a story of someone I don't I hate it? No, no, no. This is my favorite question. Bobby's is shitting pants. I'm always just like, I want to know. Two great questions. Person. You've ever worked with because they're just some shittiest pants, shittiest person. Shitty people out there, and I, I've worked in a few lines of business, and uh, there's no doubt about it. People are terrible. Um, <laughs> look at the box. <laughs> <laughs> Distributor. The, the, the box under the table is the distributor I worked for. Um, I would say what did it, what really got me out at the end, was uh, my manager. Okay, so you're your distributor. So there was a manager. I once was the manager of my team, and then they shrunk us down. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, so that company does from time to time. Yeah. Uh, so my team loved me because I they could call me and be like, "Hey, I have I have someone looking for a wine and this this stuff like this like this like this. What what do I do? And I can go like this. Okay, I need a beer. Boom. Um, we all had spirits nailed down. I mean, we had all the big spirits. That wasn't as hard, but. Uh, we had finally gotten this manager who had moved down from up north and really wanted to, you know, make sure he was noticed mm-hmm. and things. And and he was cool, like, before, like, we would, like when we went to Jack Daniels and stuff, we all got along, but it was, he was a salesman at the time. And it was fun and cool, but it just wore, because for some for reason, our team just, like, it was like, we wanted to impress him. <clears throat> we sold the whole book, and... And other teams didn't do this, and they were worried about how they appeared. And uh, and so uh, I had gone out with a co-worker's husband Ooh, drinking at an event off. after work. And uh, she that co-worker may be the salesperson for 12 West Downtown. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so we got in the car, and it was right after we got our reviews, mm-hmm. I think. And I was reading her review, and I'm like, this is so fucking... She, she had gotten fucked over a lot, which goes to the whole adage of women get fucked over. The she was great. She's a great salesperson. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of our distributors would have a thing where they would give out awards to sales reps. I got one just because the, 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 uh, the brand manager... Liked me, and it was bullshit, but whatever, I got it, and then I got a trip, and blah, blah, blah. And she got screwed on one once, but so we, uh, she picked me and her husband, her boyfriend at the time, up, and I was reading it, and then I was like, left a, I don't know if I left a voicemail or a text and, or something, and it also got, I also tagged our manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't go well. <laughs> But it was fine. It was just, it was just the, it was just my salty. So we go back to the saltiness, and that was the saltiness. Of the All right. So you've been, you've been a beer salesman for quite some time. You've been in the alcohol industry. Overall, you've been the, slinging uh, booze for a minute. What's the shadiest shit you've done <laughs> in this line of work? That you'll talk about. <laughs> uh, you'll talk about. So, <laughs> there was a bit of whispering going on. Uh, well, I, gotta, I gotta talk to my my non-attorney. <laughs> I can't ask my real attorney. For legal reasons, law, law is anymore. Sorry, that just totally fucked up the podcast. Um, so, selling uh, some great wines at that job was amazing. Sorry. And uh, I had accounts that would do like the basic wines from very well-known wineries, but they also sold some wines that would sell for... $50, $100 a bottle. Yep. And uh, I'm, I'm not the only one who would do this, of course. Uh, <laughs> if you think when, you're the only innocent person in this industry. But call you, and, and, and they said, oh, the manager calls you and goes, oh, we got the wrong wine. We didn't get Woodbridge. We got uh, Mandavi uh, Reserve Cabernet. Oh, Robert. And I said, oh, that bottle is the value of two cases of wine. It's a hundred dollars a bottle. It's forty five dollars for a case of Woodbridge or private selection, whatever it was. I'm like, hey, 
I wouldn't tell them that. I'd just be like, oh, oh you, we can't pick. I go, you know what? I'll take care of it. I go to the office, <laughs> pick up that $50 case of uh, <laughs> whatever Mandavi one it was, go over to Mimi's. Here you go. Take He's it. gonna swap it out for you. Gorgeous. Pay for that case. Yep. Mm. Yep. And, uh, now we're getting to it. And I think I sold maybe just a couple months. We should we should do another night at my house and enjoy some of that. Oh, we still have some. I'll drink uh, some of this wine. Oh, Andy's uh, shitty wine swap. Uh, <laughs> we have Camus. I, I've had Camus. Uh, that's the name. There's a couple of them. But that that that's probably the most shady. It wasn't anything like real crazy. All right, that's fair enough. It's still a great deal for you. So it's yeah. a it's a come up. That's yeah, what we call in this world a come up. Left from those good old days. So I mean, it sounds like uh, the the producer sold their product, the distributor got it moved, and you benefited. So I mean, this doesn't sound like anyone got hurt here. Yeah, as long as no one comes back and asks for a couple hundred bucks. It's called a goddamn shit. They, they gotta find the invoice. Well, at this point, and they have call to call a come up. And say they fucked up, and they're not gonna do that. And the statute of limitations would have to be longer than a year on stuff like that. So. Uh, and it's not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, I call that a come up. Yeah, yeah you know, uh, that's one of the things I found about being in sales in general, but especially in like an industry that is so heavily regulated, is that there tends to be like some solid scams set up um, that almost, I would say, aren't like encouraged by like business owners and distributor managers and stuff like that. But everyone knows what's good for the goose is good for the gander. We, you know, we all get into positions of power from coming up and then you just kind of turn a blind eye to it. You're like, yeah, you know, like people benefit from these like shady, like, but, but I've always kind of dug that because like for me, like, you know, with employees, sometimes I'll, I'll you know, see them scan some samples or something like that or like whatever the case is. And uh, if it's hustle behavior, I'm with you. And I was helping them out in that story. They already, it's a wood box. It's a, it's a six pack. And their, her staff opened it when they usually get a 12 pack cardboard box. And it's like, okay, well, how do these people not realize they needed a hammer to open the box to get the wine out? It's a Mimi's. You've worked in this industry. Yes, I know. And so I'm like, I'll help you out because you'd have to pay more actually for that one bottle you, you know, you use. So Idiots. I helped. I didn't tell them, but I, I was helping. You didn't help them out, you know. and you helped yourself. And yeah. if you ain't help out, number one, you're doing life wrong. Listen, man. Yeah, you gotta. What is it? You can't. You can't fill your neighbor's bowl if yours is empty. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yeah. No, you gotta. You gotta make sure number one's got a little. I need a, a little. fat ass bowl. Uh, so I think we're down to like one of the last questions. I don't know where our time frame's at, but uh, about twenty minutes. All right. Some beer fest creatures. Let's hear some beer fest stories. We've all been there. We've done too many of them. Oh, oh! I think oh, I was oh. one of your beer fest creatures no, at no, one no, point. No, no. I was there's so hammered. One beer fest creature. All right, let's I, hear I don't it. Know if I should do it by name. I probably shouldn't do it by name. Uh, I, I don't recall. I, I mean, I, I've just been so traumatized Sticky. by beer fest. Oh, shit, I'm going to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's that dude going to do? We're not going to talk to him about it? So, Knock at our door. He doesn't even know how to read. How will he find his podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it was American when it... Was it the last year? Maybe the second was, to last year. It was the second to last year because the last year was so sad. And uh, so, the Dragoon Tent, uh, I'm sitting there. I'm, it's uh, our head brewer... And I, and we're standing there, and the person comes over, uh, and says, and, and and they're like trying to tell us that the the uh, liquor person, control board. This person's also part of the homebrew society and volunteer. They were the president of the uh, homebrew wow. society. They're helping with volunteers, so like this person and was has money like from it. yeah, yeah. This person is Which was is engaged in commerce. Is is you know knows the rules. Like I just want to be very clear that this person. Should be acting better than anybody. But if you know this person, you know that's not the yeah. story's going to end. Um, so that person comes to our tent and says, "Hey, uh, liquor controls here. Let's make make sure you're you know you're taking tickets and on all the protocols and things." And he's with a friend, not a, not in any weird way, just normal. Uh, and he gets a couple samples and he's like, "Oh, great." And then as he's talking to us about, you know, he had been telling us to make sure we were on our best behavior 
decides to throw up in front of our tent. <laughs> so he's like, listen, everybody's going to eat it This will cut cool. He was all like, this is on me. I'm the president of Ash. It's going to be, if, if anything happens, you know, because we're the, we're, we're the uh, charity recipient of this. And, <laughs> and Eric and I, our head brewer, we just turn and look at each other and we're just like... Need another beer to wash your mouth out? We're like, no, no. We just, or we just look at each other like, this motherfucker. <laughs> and we're like, we're not taking another fucking ticket the rest of the fucking... Like, rest of the fellow. And he just like, after he throws up, he just acts like nothing happens and he walks away, that sticky motherfucker. Um, <laughs> I mean, as much as I always like a, a reason to team up on old any... Um, that's the move, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't stick around. I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't stick around. In front of a tent, I'm just like, hmm? walk it off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You, you could watch me, Irish as Goodbye as, You. As much as I want to be critical of this particular douchebag, uh, that is the move. Yeah, you could watch me, Irish Goodbye. Yeah, well, I'm, it's not the first time he's done it in, in his week. Well, of course. The not. day, week. Uh, well, when we did the um, calendar, uh, the first calendar. Yeah, he was puking in uh, at the shop. In Tempe. Mm. Pretty, pretty hardcore. Uh, after he snuck into our group picture. Yeah. Uh, which is weird. That's okay. We had great times with it. Right. Did I take my pants off in that picture? A different picture. You were showing off. You you had just started your gym, which you've been to for a few years now, looking yeah. good. But you had you been working out the hog? You got a big uh, piece well, on no, you? Wanted, you wanted to show off his, his quads and his ass. Mm. Looked, looked incredible. All right, but there's all right. a picture of him. He's got his jean shorts like halfway down. I got my pants down. See, I'm working my jeans are like down. I'm just like, yeah, he's got his boxes. They were being interviewed or something, and I'm in the background like, yeah, showing my pants is hanging down and stuff. Yeah, me and Dan were being interviewed for the calendar. It was year two. That was year two. Um, you're one of those BRI. Uh, and then, yeah, so, uh, Andy's got his pants down, uh, fucking, fantastic. you know, some of my favorite pictures come from that night. That was a, that was a killer night. But here also, the shop, the stupid things I do at the shop, like when there was beer school <laughs> and there was mayonnaise. Uh, yeah. Well, uh-huh. I mean, we, we, uh, that's just to be clear, um, Dave and Michael Ann are great people that own the shop. And yeah, but it's not even that. And no way responsible for our shenanigans. Oh, yes. Totally. And, and our stupidity. Yeah, let's hear about uh, this uh, this whole mayonnaise experience. Well, so, um, and hopefully, you know, we'll find a way. We'll probably have to go up north uh, and have Sandlin on the show. But, so, um, fellow craft beer-er, craft beer producer, craft beer wrangler. A beer guy. Beer beeper. Our, the uh, the Crown Jewel Flagstaff. Our fellow beer. comrade in beer. Fellow comrade. Well, like I said, the Crown Jewel Flagstaff for craft beer, Dark Sky. Uh, Ryan and then Donnie, uh, his former uh, videographer, marketing guy who moved. Uh, he, you know, if he so we're talking about Dark Sky, Dark Sky beer Dark Sky in Flagstaff, Arizona. They have a... A dislike for mayo because I don't know they don't like spicy food it, or whatever. It's like white people um, stuff. It's white people stuff. I don't know. Uh, they're like I don't like mayo because I'm white. I don't know. Um, but they don't like mayo. They're 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 pretty offended by it. So <laughs> that's who we're talking. Yeah. Uh, and for that particular event, uh, that was the one that Matt had filled the can. That was the one with all the packets, right? That was the one he brought in. Yes, he brought him mayo packets. It was in the summer, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's this constant joke with festivals to, like, get mayo either in front of, like, so that same year, the next year, we're on Woody, uh, Matt, me, Noel, Andy, I think we all bought different versions of, like, mayo, and, like, he had, like, ten mayo jars on his table. It's pretty funny. Um, But this one was just the packets. Yeah, so... uh, the beer school of the shop definitely uh, kind of kicked off the intensity of the uh, the mayo stuff. Uh, for those listeners that can't see, Andy is showing uh, the sticky guy memes that he made, like and also me with my pants down to to, to Bobo. And uh, I'm I'm not a dick gazer, but I can see Bob's got a half stock, so uh, it's working. It's a healthy hog on him. So Listen, I mean, so to nail things good. down, we're 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 at the shop for beer school. And I know that, have we gotten to that Sandlin's disgusted by mayonnaise? Yep. Listen, man, I'm here for your stories. You can tell. Okay. You, you can literally so, tell yeah. the story. So Donnie and Ryan, and if, if you 
follow if you if you follow if you're friends with Brian on uh, Facebook, you know he hates mayonnaise because we hit him with it all the time. He's been uh, pretty public about it. Yeah. So knowing they're disgusted and they're like, oh. It, 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 they, we were going through, and they're like, oh, Matt gave us these mayonnaise packets. They're disgusting. So it comes after all the tours and the classes end, and we're staying there, and I take the packets. I, I just left. I, I saw a video of this. No, you were there. Oh, oh yeah, I did for the first one. Because sure. they were up on the patio. No, I did them, like, one after the other. I did one, I was like, oh. And what do you mean oh, you did one? Everybody listening right now who is not directly in this click has no idea. So, you guys just so, did so these packets? So I opened the packet. Of mayonnaise. And I, so we're in Flagstaff. No, no. We're at the shop in Tempe. Ah. We're giving a Flagstaff brewer. And you're just sucking down mayonnaise packets. Well, it leads to that. So we're giving him shit about the mayo. I swear, I don't suck. And then one thing leads to another, and Andy's like, I'm going to take a knee. So they didn't see the first one. This mayo. Oh, they, my they God. See, like, they watched the first one. You took one for the like, team. I got to get a picture. So I took the other packet and got down like a like I got ice. Mm-hmm. But, I got, but I got Hellman's Oof. by myself. Oof. I'll tell you. Uh, but I'm a self-hating too. I couldn't do it. Small teaspoon of mayo but it disgusts them, delightful. so I won. I can eat one small teaspoon of mayo and be like, that was delicious. And oh it was all God. about how a second one will make me cute. I just yeah. got chills thinking second, about eating straight up mayonnaise. No, just with the back. Just the back. That's disgusting. Wait, so what was the story about how you shit your pants after eating two full mayonnaise packets? I didn't shit my pants after that, I don't think. Oh my God, that was also Wings the will do it, but. Four ounces so of mayonnaise of, uh, won't. I just want to slide in a, a beer fest creature right now. Oh, done. So yeah. same event. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> was it that one? <laughs> Janet Gregor, that weird. That girl was being. She was there with the weirdly weird guy. Oh yes, that. Or but different. also different. Oh. So yeah, Jenna and Greg's weird friend. Uh, Greg, Jenna, love no, you. Well, not, not friend. They, they, Jenna was like, you're, they were talking to her. And you're hanger on. Sorry, you can't see my heavy parentheses friend. Uh, not that person, although that was a disaster. And we'll have Greg and Jenna on to talk about that. Uh, what I'm talking about is uh, one of the Arizona craft beer lover dudes was like talking mad shit to Ryan online. And oh, like, like yeah. rolled in like he was going to do something. And I'm just sitting there on the bench watching the interaction, and I've never seen an adult man bitch out so hard in my entire life. I can't wait to hear this. Talk about not Ryan. Ryan this guy not Ryan. Ryan. Ryan is stone, yeah, yeah. No, Ryan no, no. Is stone yeah. fucking cold. This yeah. other bitch boy. This, yeah. this bitch boy comes up and like, and I, and, and I was only hanging out there because I wanted to see what happened. Yeah. And I got my boys back, but I'm just sitting on the bench and being innocuous. He comes up, I see him, and like he like kind of stares Ryan down for a second, and Ryan just like looks at him like. What's up, bro? Because he's trying to do the cute stare down, like, hey, buddy, well, you know. Not, 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 not at first. At first, um, he rolls up in full stare down. And then when Ryan is just like. All from like Facebook arguments, guy. This is Facebook yeah, arguments, guy? Yeah, it's uh, Arizona I, Craft I, Beer I, I Lover. Yeah, yeah, we know everything. I love yeah. those groups. We like live in our mom's yeah, yeah. But it's a Facebook group. Big boy. He is in all of the groups. Him and like a handful of dudes, they're, they're the most toxic. All right, let's get to it. He's one of the most toxic five dudes in all those groups. So they're eye-fucking each other. You know those groups that no one follows, but them. He's got a very ethnic name and a very white face. It's pretty interesting. Um, And he's a real cut about it. Um, You know, he's always like, I'm this and that. And people are like, you literally look like fucking, you know, Kojak, dude. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, this guy's powder. Dude, he's just, yeah, he's he's so fucking ridiculous. And so he, like, rolls up on Ryan, and he's trying to stare him down, and Ryan is just ice. Just fucking... Ice Cube, raw footage, 2008, just not Ice. Having it. But part of the reason like, Ryan loves coming down here blue talk, is to, to to have that face-to-face with these people who never show up. This guy at least yeah. showed up once, but... Yeah, and then so right after Ryan is just like, oh, I'm not even going to have this. He's like, he bitched out and he kind of gave that cue. Like, he's, he's, he's like, oh, come on, man. He's like, stop being like that. And Give like, me some extra. Yeah, and then he's, he's like, oh, what's this extra cookie taste like? It was just so fucking dumb. And, um, you know, I have a tremendous amount of respect for Ryan, but it grew that day because I, I, like, a dude talked shit to me the way that dude did to him online, and he rolled up on my fucking tent. I'd have stepped aside the table immediately and got in his face. 
uh, Ryan sit behind the stable. He, he de-escalated and, uh, and ultimately, you know, he won that encounter. Um, but man, just watching these fucking keyboard warriors, like just roll up and bitch out, like, like the people they're always talk, quote, talking shit about online. It's just a, you're trying to get tough on people over opinions on alcoholic beverages. You sound like an entire like fucking. And you shit. trade beer. You trade beers that aren't even real. For beer. fucking so crazy profits. Any, anytime I'm being introspective, I try to imagine myself explaining my my intentions, my behaviors, my thoughts to fifty strangers. That's how I'm introspective, right? And so I'm like, well, if I'm explaining this to fifty strangers, like, does me even trying to explain it make me sound like a crazy person? Because if so, I should probably readdress my behavior and, or at least what's motivating it, right? Um, in that manner, you've got to take a, like a, a, a thousand foot step back with this dude. Like this is one of a thousand interactions he has. Um, and it's just like, I don't know what's wrong with you, but like, I am so happy someone showed you that you're actually <laughs> a bitch in real life. People and forget they get hit. All talk online. Like, and, um, I have, uh, a, a relative that, uh, is in these beer groups uh, an in-law, if you will, and uh, he he even pulled me aside. He's like, "Oh, this guy's like bullying me," and I'm like, "You are an adult male who is 40. Like, what is happening?" Like, and, and I think that that's what a lot of like that toxicity is. And I mean, we got a little off track of like, uh, but we we were talking about beer fest creatures a little bit. Um, and that one at the shop, the shop, great place, great owners, uh, killing it right now in the market. Great beer. Just fucking, you can't go anywhere and not see. Like, if, if you were going to say, what is Arizona's hazy, uh, it'd be a toss-up between church music and hop chowder. Without a doubt. Facts, uh, you know what I mean? And, uh, but they, but if uh, they were going to say, what's Arizona's in, in, West Coast IPA, what they It say? was, what, 2018, 2017? Like, they just had the wildest year of, like, beer festivals. I don't know if this mic works, but it's Dragoon IPA. I uh, definitely picked them up there. Uh, Damn right. Dragoon IPA. Uh, it's D Ragoons. I'm trying to get that crab ragoons. D crab ragoons. Every time I hear the word dragoon, it just reminds me of the greatest game Sony uh, Interactive ever made, and then never, never re refinished, never refurbished, never released a sequel to. Uh, you you got to find an original copy, and they're like too expensive. And it's called Legend of Dragoon, one of the greatest games ever made. Um, you want the four packs of Dragoon IPA in your car? Uh, not for you. I'm trying to make my chick real happy. Oh, Bobby's trying to put it in the butt tonight. <laughs> Trying to squeeze some of the mayonnaise packets out, if you know what I mean. Check the calendar before. I don't want to be responsible for another. It's butt stuff. You don't know how butts work, dude. Oh, butt. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, we're at the end of the podcast, Andy. We appreciate you coming in. I'm just going to have one more for you as we kind of hop on out of here. Now, I know that you know, but for the listeners, I'm going to kind of explain it a little bit because I'm going to have to do this for several episodes until we kind of get into it. But um, NPC interactions. Now, an NPC uh, is traditionally known as a non-playable character in a video game that is not one of the protagonists or companions that they just either like a shopkeeper, a dude just to tell you like that you're walking down the right road, just people that occupy the world. Now, you and I, uh, Bobby included, um, we all or in and out of businesses, uh, sometimes homes, but we, we, we're, we're in and out. We we meet 100 new people a day, whether we like meet them, but we, like, we're at least seeing 100 new faces a day. Um, do you have any like standout NPC interactions where you're just like, wow. Like, so let me give you an example. So when you're just like interacting with someone, you're like, is this a real person? Like, they're just shouting things. No, no, at you. I got one. Oh, okay, perfect. Oh, yes, yes. yes. So, I was in Flagstaff. Perfect. For a beer festival. Uh, is this Jamboree? <laughs> I don't want to say uh, <laughs> who the rep was. Uh, but this it was late at night. We had been out drink a bunch of, uh, a couple different brewery people. My, uh, from uh, me, and a couple, one from Tucson, and one from Williams. Uh, oh, yeah, we were, uh, we were out at Money B that night, right? We oh, were, the Money we B. So, we go to... That's you know, the hang. Get hot dogs. Oh god! And <laughs> <laughs> and oh, this, I know the story. Yeah, you do. And this listeners is when the story clicked and, between the uh, two. So I fucking love primos. So uh, my friend and I, he uh, he's about 
Six four, he has a beard, wears glasses. Um, he knows a lot. He went to culinary school. Might be he me. worked at Iguanamax. He has a podcast. Could be me. He's sitting next to me. Um, <laughs> so we're eating hot dogs, or hot dogs out on the out on, on, the, the on top of the trash can there in front of Primos. Which and this guy know. walks up, and it just it's it, what it's probably one thirty in the morning, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's got his mate. He goes, "Hey, just normal, normal like." Hey, would you mind if I play my mandolin? Right? It was a mandolin or ukulele, whatever. Uh, he's get a life, brother. Uh, and my friend turns and the guy asks, Hey, would you mind if I play? And my friend said, Not really. Um, not like an asshole. Just the guy asked a question, he gave an answer. Not really. But this non playable character thought he was a main character. <laughs> And, and so, another non-playable character comes out and goes, oh, are you playing music? And he said, I would, but this guy told me I can't. Well, he didn't know that this guy... So that's what I... <laughs> <laughs> that's where, when the big boss, at the end of the game, came out and said, what? <laughs> and the guy's like, well, this guy won't let me play. And Alex was like... I didn't tell you that. Yeah, so I was and like, Alex Rudolph, and we just sat back I and watched. Like, I was just not having it, to be honest. Uh, and this is a good NPC story, mainly because I'm aware of it. Um, but yeah, straight up, like, this girl's like, oh, we play some music. He's like, that guy said I couldn't. And I was just like, I'm, I'm just not having it. I'm like, turn around. I'm like, do not lie. Do not misrepresent our interaction. <laughs> and I just like laid it out. I was like, you did this. I said this. And then, then perhaps, comma, I lost my mind. Um, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Come over here and do well, well, So, so he, like, I was yelling at him, and I was like, fuck you. You're trying to force your music on me. I just said no. I was being polite. Fuck you. Fuck you. Like, da 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 da. And he's like, yo, man, go fuck yourself. Because the and guy I was came like, up and, like, I, and, like, and I can't our use Uber, it for you and your room, huh? Our Uber you know, pulls <laughs> up. He's confirming it. Our Uber is like, she's just like, what the fuck is you, going on? Why am I? It's you, me, Liz, and Paul. Liz and Paul. And Swag. And Swag. So, so three of us are you. Two of us are used to this, Alex, and what will happen? So uh, they're, they're trying to roll on the Uber driver, and uh, and he's like, you know, he's like, you know what? Fuck you! And I was like, quit being a coward and come fuck me yourself, you douchebag! Ah. And then I get in the Uber, and the Uber driver's like, this sweet woman. <laughs> and I was just is like, like, what? Am, and and I, looked her, I, like, I looked at her, I was like, I ain't done. <laughs> See, I'd have the dead opposite. The I would game, be the dude the getting in the Uber talking shit. Like, you should drive. To where we needed to go, and it was fine. But that—that that was a true. Yeah, that was. And, and uh, NPC got to get out that, of the well, system. I, I'm glad to hear a story. I know because I, 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 I definitely yes, like those were definitely NPCs. Yeah. Definitely NPCs because it was just it was so random too. Because in I actually expected Andy to say it was a lot more unreasonable at the beginning, but that's how I remember. I remember being like. He's like, hey, you guys mind if I play some music? And I was just like, not really. No, like, you said it. Just like, you, yeah, he yeah. asked you the question and you were... I, we were just trying to eat. We were trying to talk. I didn't no, want some dude to hear you play. from me playing music while I'm trying to talk to four people. Like, that's annoying. And uh, and explaining it like that might have been ruder. But... Because here's the thing. If he would have not said that and he would have started to play... Oh, dude, if he would have done it. If he would have never put my name in his mouth, it yeah. would have never happened. If she, if she didn't come in and goes, and he would have been, no, no, I would have been, I'd be happy to play for you. Or, or just like, hey, I'm not feeling it right now. Or Alex like, was going to like, and be like, fuck you, I said you can't play. Yeah, then you could have just started playing. <laughs> like, well, this guy's about to start playing music, you know, so. It would have happened, but that guy got, it just, it, Alex was that record producer that just squashed his dreams. Oh, man. Like, I didn't know you owned a label. You know, street, uh, San Francisco, uh, what's San Francisco? Is it? What San, what is that up there? What's San Francisco the street? Is it street? Yeah, it's, it's San Francisco Street. Yeah. Okay. The, he's he runs that San Francisco Street Record <laughs> Cooperative. Because it's a cooperative, it's a fly. It is uh, a co-op. Yeah, everything's like co-op So he ruined this this was this guy's last chance. I hope he made it on America's Got Talent. Yeah. Him and William Hung. Here's the thing, man. Uh as someone in sales, not in random street music, uh, what I know is that every time you engage someone without knowledge of... In fact, if you engage someone you've never met, even if you know their name and like what you're supposed to be doing there, like there's always an element that can go sideways if you... like. So for me, like when I have conversations, like I just try to adapt. Like Obviously, not everyone likes hearing fuck every other word. Some people do. 
not everyone likes aggressive body language or, or loud voice. Like you just got to kind of adjust. In sales, I, you would imagine a musician would also pick up on these things. As, as a cold call sale, if I had that same interaction, I would have reacted much differently. I would have, I would have just listened to information. I would have left. Even if on the way out someone was like, oh, hey, are you in here to sell? I would have been like, yeah, but this fucking asshole, so they can't be here. Like, and we've had sales it, calls it, like it, that, it, which we are not going to talk about yeah, here. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, like, as a musician, you're kind of putting yourself out there. And especially if the question is, can I play for you? Like, uh, I wanted to remember his name forever. And I, I think I even said something like that. I was like, I'm going to remember, as a question, I'm going to remember forever. Fuck you! I'll, I'll talk to you forever. And I, I was too drunk to remember. But like, <laughs> that's the thing, though. Like, like what a way to like just make sure that I never like anything you do and just talk shit all the time. Like, there's a there's a local uh, business owner who uh, ran for mayor at Gilbert, <laughs> who's a concept thieving cunt, and uh, I stopped her online uh, campaign and told the truth about how she stole a business concept from me and opened it in Gilbert and. Well, not illegal. Like, is that someone you want being your leadership? You just Are you saying it might be illegal? We'll have to cancel that well, one. We fuck, gotta... fuck them, yeah. Illegal was my concept. I sold it to the business owners with the help of Jason Rowe from Brass Tap. Uh, and then they stopped calling us. And then literally handed off the concept I drew on a fucking napkin uh, to the uh, owners of bidders. Uh, and I invite... Anyone involved, from the business owner to illegal, the bidders, to come in here and talk to me about how I got it wrong. But you're also going to have to remind me about when I drew your business plan out, how you then stole it exactly and then went with someone else. And so technically not illegal, I get it. Like th th This is the thing when I went on Facebook popping shit, is everyone like wanted to jump into my mentions and be like, oh, well, is that illegal? No, it's not. But I also don't want someone with those morals being the mayor of Gilbert. You fucked hards. But you almost crap yourself anyway. Well, so. she didn't get to, she didn't win anyway. Well, on that note, uh, we're at time. You know, we, we, we wrapped up with the NPC question. So, Andy, uh, just on the way out, anything you want to throw down? I just want to say thanks for having me on your podcast, guys. I don't even know if that mic's live. It's live. Live. Live? Maybe not. No, thanks for having me on, guys. Ah, thanks for being part of it. Let's just make everybody's ears blow up on the Andy. Well, uh, yeah, we appreciate it. We'll have you back. It's good. I, one of the other five podcasts. I can't wait to find out another horrible... Uh, horrible hilarious. <laughs> I can start off with and just take it. <laughs> Next time we'll get it right on the first time and the uh, and you'll yeah. hear the excitement in our voices. So what did we learn today? Uh, this is not a learning podcast. This is a we learned, pooping your pants podcast. Yeah, yeah we don't, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't have morality lessons here. Um, uh, just, take it, take well, what you no, want no, from this well, podcast. I, I got, throw I the rest away. Two, one, don't eat at Hooters. Two, if you have a ukulele and you're walking around Flagstaff at one thirty in the morning, don't ask people, "Can I play music?" Just, just play music. Just do, and at the very minimum, just avoid Alex. And avoid, yeah, Alex. Well, people do that anyway. They just don't know better. Um, yeah. And then uh, just love your fellow man. Yep. Well, that's a fine way to put it out. Well, well we're all going to die, Bobby. And no one's going to remember us. We're just uh, not a speck of dirt. We just went so deep. We went so dark. I'm trying to report something. Okay. All right. <laughs> and with that, uh, I'm out of here. I got to pee. Yeah. I so thanks pee. for listening. Cheers. Thanks. And uh, until next time.